0: Well, hello everybody and welcome to a new and improved edition of the players to be named later podcast. I'm Ed. Say hi, Dan. What's up? And we're going to take a break from what we normally do, where we spent last year and a good chunk of this year, just going over the football games that were, we are going to branch out and we're going to talk about everything else. So, as such, we're going to take this opportunity to go around the horn, if you will, and talk about some sports stuff. And since I made a baseball reference, Dan, how about we start in Major League Baseball? Because let me tell you, money is being spent, and I wish some of it would be spent on me. When you were on your teams, because one of those is not not actually. Spend some money, and then, you know. The Guardians did sign Josh Bell, so they did something.
1: Well, I'd also just like to say, speaking of spending money, there is a new number one payroll in baseball, um, but it stays in the same city. Is it the Mets? Let's let's talk about these Mets, Ed. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off here and tell me about these Mets and their spending habits this offseason. And will Buck get a World Series?
0: Well, first off, I I, want to... Congratulate the New York Mets for acquiring the best starting pitching rotation in 2015, because they have amassed Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Jose Quintana, and Carlos Carrasco. Five, maybe even 10 years ago, that's going to win you a World Series, and it's going to win you a World Series with 115 wins. They added Kodai Senga, an uh, import from Japan, on a five-year. 75 million dollar contract, just doing a little math, uh, oh, about 300 million dollars locked up with their yeah. arms alone.
1: So, so I, I kind of disagree with you. Verlander won the Cy Young, correct? Yes, so he's probably still have it. And Scherzer won the Cy Young two years ago.
0: Oh, I'm not saying these guys aren't viable arms now, I'm just saying I would be way more stoked five to seven years ago if the Mets had this rotation.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I guess that's fair to say. I, I mean, I'm still excited to see what they can do. Let's also not forget that I mean, we, we were specifically talking about this rotation, but they also gave uh, Brandon Nemo a huge contract, if I'm not mistaken, as well, um, this off season, which Nemo got a, I believe it's no, a full no-trade clause as well. Um, it is, what, 18 and a half per year, it looks like, base um, on, I want to say it was a five-year deal,
0: if I'm you're not gonna, mistaken. You're going to see a lot more of that, though, with the full no-trade clauses and everything else. You're going to see a lot more of that, where guys are going to have full or modified, simply because you'll be able to sacrifice a little bit of money if you offer somebody stability.
1: Okay, so I was completely wrong. It was a eight-year contract for 162. Eight for 162 is what Nemo got. I do That's agree with that. I, I just feel like if I'm a player, I would rather have a modified no-trade clause than a full no-trade clause. But, I I mean, I guess you can always waive it if, you know, as you said earlier. If, yeah,
0: I mean, it, it, it it's one of those That's things me. where... I mean, I don't know about you, but if I knew I had job security in the same place for... Three, four, or five years, I'm probably going to take a little bit of a a pay cut to stay where I'm at to make sure that I have that kind of stability for myself and my family, especially if you got little ones. You know, I I know you just got married. You may be thinking about having a bastardized offspring of humanity that will be your progeny, but you know, when you do have kids, you start thinking about that kind of stuff. Ah,
1: <sighs> Ed, 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 Ed. Yes, I did just get married, and
0: yeah, I, I
1: guess maybe one day, but probably not.
0: I I'll say, is to, she pregnant? Am I a real big asshole? Is she pregnant?
1: No, God no, she doesn't want kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then a drunken mistake is gonna happen when you guys get home from the bar after you lose yet another nine ball tournament, and she's too passed out to tell you no. And nine months later, little uh, Ed the Third's gonna be running around. Ed the Third. Ed- Edward Daniel Dorrit's gonna be running around, yeah. And, uh, and
1: maybe a middle name for you if I were to lose some type of crazy bet and not tell her about it, but um, <laughs> definitely would not name my child directly <laughs> after you. Um, uh,
0: we'll see. We'll see. Let's make that bet. My next kid versus your next kid. Let's
1: do it. Um, aren't aren't you? Didn't you like get snipped? No, Anna did though, so we're good. Oh. Yeah, Anna. Kid, right. So Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's let's, let's move on to the to other to the to the. Biggest news of the year, uh, in a way. And that's speaking
0: of... And both stature and financially. Aaron Judge is a rich man. Did he deserve this contract? Yes, but not... Yes, because in five years, this contract is going to look like a bargain. You think so? I think the way baseball salaries are going, yes, absolutely. This is going to look like a steal
1: now, well, what not is a steal,
0: but it's going to, it's going to look way more financially responsible than what it does today. And let me explain that because if you look at what Trey Turner and Bogart's got, those are ridiculous, but they're going to look good with maybe not, you know, in years nine, 10 and 11, but I'd say in years five, six and seven, if they continue to produce, those are going to be good contracts. But if you think back to what the Angels gave Trout, which I believe that contract is going to look bad. The same way what the Angels gave Pujols was going to look bad. But for the longest time, A-Rod had that $252 million contract. and He was the richest guy for like a decade. And it seems like every year we're getting a new richest contract ever. more Most AAV ever. Richest contract ever. And it's going to keep climbing. Somebody's going to make a billion dollars in 10 years. Somebody's, somebody who's playing high school baseball right now is going to get a ten-year, one billion-dollar contract from somebody. Oh,
1: that's a that's a hot take in my opinion because I think it's more than likely you would see a salary cap come in baseball before that happens.
0: Why would they? You look at the you. I mean, the Mets are paying over a hundred million dollars in luxury tax. You think they're worried about a salary cap? The Players Association is going to fight that tooth and nail. They ain't going to let that happen. Hockey had to lose an entire season to get a salary cap. Basketball lost most of a season to get a salary cap. And basketball that's doesn't get played. Cap. Basketball doesn't, you know, they're, they're, that's a whole nother thing going into racism and, and, and whatever with their pay scale and what have you. But still, and I mean, football, football's is a whole nother thing to begin with because that salary cap is going to go away real soon, I believe. Oh, that's a hot take. I think that's a They're, hot take too. We're we're on the verge of another football strike. I mean, five, within the next 5 years we're going to see another football strike. Good. We're getting sidetracked here. Back we to, are
1: getting sidetracked. Back Let's
0: to Aaron Judge's caught. Con- this is why we stop doing this. This is why we stop doing these just massive blanket shows because we get so dang sidetracked. We're going to have to save the NFL and the NHL for next week because we're going to keep talking about baseball. Which I don't have a problem with,
1: by the way. I, I actually don't either. I mean, I told you before we started, I'm actually excited just to kind of see what the Orioles do. I mean, you can, I feel like fandom goes in waves with with every team. If your team's doing bad, your, your love for that sport kind of goes down, especially if you're like us and you follow. For, for all, bad
0: teams? Yeah.
1: Well, that and also you just kind of follow all four major sports in a way. Well, four for me, three for you.
0: Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Professional wrestling is a sport. In case you don't know, Chris Jericho is trying to get it in the Olympics.
1: Well, that would. Okay. I'm not
0: making that up. And I, I, I Honestly, it's probably another story for another time, but uh, he got ripped apart on Twitter for it. I mean, if competitive dancing, if ice dancing, if figure skating. Is in there. Uh, I'm saying I get it. I don't maybe agree with it. So hold on. So I can actually kind of see
1: this, right? Like, let's let's like Jericho and let's just say MJF were to go to the Olympics and compete for the U.S. Well, that that pairing actually couldn't happen because that's a Canadian and American.
0: Oh, incorrect. Chris Jericho has dual citizenship and was born in Manhasset, New York. Correct. That is while his dad was playing for the Islanders. Also, interesting. Ted Irvine, Jericho's dad, former St. Louis Blue. Just throwing that out there.
1: Okay, so yeah, well, I'm actually not going to go down this path because it's um we're we're, we're going to go way too off script here. Um and we you you write these scripts for a reason.
0: Um Dude, it's 10 minutes of work. Let's talk about it. No. But you're 100% right. C- could you imagine you you have you know a
1: script match, basically is, is all it would be yeah, and, it's, and it's, you would it's, just you would just compare the pairings of it. And that's how it's they would be Choreographed great. dancing.
0: It. And Dave Meltzer would have a heart attack. He would lose his mind.
1: I mean, he might be giving out
0: a lot of six stars there. Not that he has, hasn't has already had it, but still. I mean, I get it. it. It'll never happen, but I get it.
1: So I have a question for you. Sure. Did Boston cost themselves one of the best shortstops of this era by not Signing him in the offseason the previous year.
0: Talking about Bogarts. Yeah. It's amazing how far that the Red Sox have fallen after Theo. Like he set that team up for success for a good amount of time after he left. With the farm okay. system that he amassed and some of the players he signed long term. Now that he is gone. Boston is going to sink. And yes, they did. They it, he absolutely should have signed, but I don't think Boston had the money last year, and I don't think they had the money this year to meet that. They should have sold the farm. Well, I guess my, uh, I mean,
1: I guess my thing with that is, is actually right now Boston is not even in the top fifteen in payroll, but they did just give um, the Japanese outfielder Masataka Yoshida a five-year. Sure. Uh, he's averaging fifteen. 4 mil i believe um okay or no i'm sorry it's a it's a 5 year deal worth more than 90 million and he was post and the posting fee was 15.4 so essentially they paid over 100 million for the outfielder and Bogart's got let's see what Bogart got. Bogart's got an average well an 11 i mean an 11 year 280 that's still not terrible though that's averaging what 19
0: well, now it's oh,
1: averaging twenty five point four five mil.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. The ownership for Boston is the Comiskey or the um, no, oh, what's the name of that ballpark? Huh? What's what? Where does Boston play? The Red Sox. It's what's Fenway? Fenway. Uh, thank you. The Fenway ownership group. They just bought the Pittsburgh Penguins. So maybe they're not inclined to spend a lot of money, given the fact they just made a major purchase of an entire NHL franchise. Okay, I mean,
1: I, I, see the, I see it also. This is kind of crazy that Bogart's got a contract through his year 41 age and same with Turner. Some of the lengths of these contracts are absolutely insane, in my opinion.
0: Well, you got to look out for the, the opt-out clauses.
1: Yeah, and the, what I'm looking at here on FanGraphs doesn't really show the opt-outs that well, um, so that that may be why. Um, I, I was just curious on, on your thoughts on that. And speaking of Turner, Turner got 11 for 3 300, so that, I guess that means Turner is the better is the better player of the two because he got 20 million more, um, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. But that's uh, that is that a huge blow for the Dodgers?
0: I'm not sure anything's a huge blow for the Dodgers the way they just keep retooling and the Dodgers are the new Yankees. They're the Yankees West and they may be out Yankeeing the Yankees at this point.
1: They're not. So the Dodgers are sixth in payroll. They're below the Padres, the Phillies and the Braves and your two New York teams.
0: Okay. They're smarter with their money.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. They're seventh because the angels are sixth.
0: Okay. Okay. They're smarter with their money than what the teams above them are because I I don't know where Atlanta's spending their money, but holy hell! No, and I, good, I mean good. the Phillies are what the Phillies are, but when you get to uh, when you get to other places, I mean, no, it's not a blow to the Dodgers because the Dodgers have enough everywhere else they can absorb that. Now, if you were to take a team like the Cardinals, who are very much I mean, now that they signed Contreras, maybe they have three solid position hitters, but to lose a stud of that caliber, that would hamstring the Cardinals a hell of a lot more than it's going to hamstring the Dodgers. You get what I'm saying?
1: I definitely do get what you're saying. And also, I guess the Dodgers payroll is definitely going to jump up because you have, I'm just going to list off some of these players that don't have their salary listed on sports track right now because they're still in arbitration which means this Dodgers payroll can get kind of nasty here in the next couple of years. Julio Urias, Walker Bueller, Will Smith, Dustin May, Trace Thompson, uh, just to name a few, as far as players, Gavin Lux also, uh, just to name a few that currently don't have a salary on sports track because they're going to be going through arbitration, or I assume they may come to some type of agreement, but either way, um, looking at this, I mean, when you have guys like, I mean, what you got? Gavin Lux at second. I mean, so I'll, I'll be curious to see what some of these other some of these other middle infielders can do here. Um, Chris Taylor too. I guess you can put Lux or Taylor at short. So maybe it's not a big of a blow as I originally thought it was looking at that. So I guess I actually am kind kind of inclined to agree with you there. Um, now, some of the players that we have left here, we have Dansby Sponson, who is ranked number two by FanGraphs, uh, an Atlanta free agent.
0: Say that H- name again,
1: Dansby Swanson. Okay, um, he's 29, so he is the second youngest in the top 10, uh, just next to another shortstop in Carlos Correa. Now, did Carlos Correa make the right decision by opting out of his contract?
0: Absolutely.
1: Even with this shortstop-heavy, this shortstop-heavy free agent class, because think about it, you still have to Swanson, Trey Turner. And then we also have Elvis Andrews out there, who is definitely older up there in his age 34 season. But we also had, um, who was the other shortstop that just signed? Why am I blanking? Bogarts. Bogarts as well.
0: Right. So what's your point?
1: I mean, I, I just wonder if he would have been better to wait till next year because
0: we just talked about the Dodgers spending money. The Dodgers losing their shortstop. Carlos Correa is right there. That seems like a perfect fit. Plus, you have, I mean, he will find a home somewhere. And he's going to get a lot of money somewhere. And who knows, maybe he goes back to Houston.
1: That would be interesting because, I mean, they they don't spend money. I mean, just look at what what Verlander got for two years from the Mets is absolutely insane.
0: It's ridiculous for somebody who's 41.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's through his age 43. Se- I mean, through his age 43 season and he's getting 43 mil a year. So that to me
0: is absolutely
1: insane. Um, some of the others that we got left, it looks like Justin Turner's still out there. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, he is. I mean, I, there's there's quite a drop off after, you know, Carlos Correa. But you got some interesting names, especially pitchers and a lot of teams that need them. Cardinals. Uh, with Rodon, Avaldi, maybe you take a couple of years on a guy like uh, Clark, Corey Kluber or a Wade Miley. You still got some bats out there like an Adam Frazier. The catching market, which I do not understand that deal that just happened with Oakland, I guess they took the best of what was the best offer they had.
1: I'm going to be honest. I completely missed that
0: deal. But, what you know. Was it? Uh, it was a three team deal. Atlanta was involved, but they got rid of their, they got rid of the catcher, but still Zunino could be a good starter or maybe like a one a, um, and then you got a you got, you know, Joey Gallo, if you're looking for 200 strikeouts a year from your DH, he's still sitting out there. Um, you could get a lot of value out of a guy named, or you could get a lot of value out of Andrew Benintendi. If you take him for a couple of years, there's a lot of there's a lot out there that you could you could screw with that could okay. uh, that, that could be very well for you.
1: So, yeah, I just looked at the trade Um, that when did that must have just re- that happened literally yesterday. So that's why. Yes, I that is absolutely insane. Um, It's garbage. I mean, It's it's a, it's Oakland, though.
0: Yeah, but still Oakland has made. I mean, maybe it's just the fact I watched. Moneyball the other day, but Oakland has made a living, I guess, out of fleecing teams and getting the most out of out of trades like that. But I mean, they
1: literally got the number one, the number six and a number eight prospect between these two organizations. So maybe it's not a fleecing if these players pan out, but it definitely could look to be a fleecing
0: a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush.
1: Uh, I would Ross love to see Rondon to come to Baltimore. I know you want him to go to.
0: No, I just want the Cardinals to do something other than getting a replacement for Yachty. <sighs> it seems like they did that. They, they gave Contreras five years and a buttload of money to, I guess, bat second in front of Goldie and Arenado. So, I mean, they're still going to win the Central because there's nothing else in the Central right now. So, we'll see. Uh, Do you want to make some picks on baseball? You want to move on? Um, Let's move on. Yeah. There's a lot. I I mean, that's
1: when we say way too early, we're talking way too early.
0: Way too early. Actually,
1: actually, you know what? Let's do it. Way too early World Series winners. (sighs) Sandy, I'm just going
0: to I'm just going to take San Diego. So you're going to pick the same team you picked last year.
1: I didn't pick. pick I didn't pick them to win the series last year. I'm going to pick the same.
0: I'm going to pick the the same team that I picked last year. And that's the Cardinals. You're right. You picked the Dodgers and no you had San Diego losing In, the, the, NLCS. Divisional round, oh, and the divisional round. Divisional? To hill Oh wait, no, no, no. CS, you're right. You're right. To face the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, is, um, I'm gonna pick the Cardinals.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean I don't blame you. I have to.
0: Because you know?
1: I mean you're a Cardinals fan. I have but to But I I I I've I've thought you I thought you would have at least went to Cleveland this time.
0: No, 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 I'm not stupid. Uh, Let's move on to the NHL and let's talk about how wrong I was when we did our NHL thing because I said Seattle was going to be bad. Seattle's not bad, Dan.
1: No, Seattle's sitting second in the West.
0: Not yet. They're bad. They're good right now. They're overachieving. They're taking advantage of injuries and Calgary shitting the bed and Edmonton not having goaltending. They're taking advantage of a lot of things. They'll fall, but they're doing good now. I don't think they're going to fall. I mean, they, they, they have
1: their when you look at their strength of schedule left, they don't have a tough schedule left at all.
0: Let me ask you a question, Dan. Who is the one of the greatest wrestlers to cut a promo of all time? Oh, the Miz. Not, that it just there are some names out there. The Miz. Yeah. Throw another. Uh, MJF. How about the Macho Man? Oh, yeah. And he has one quote. And it's a quote that I live by the cream rises to the top and the cream of the Pacific division will rise to the top. Seattle's not the cream. Seattle's like that middle, that middle area of the coffee where some of the coffee grounds have kind of started to float up to the top, but haven't quite made it all the way because they're still a little too heavy to get there. But you know, they're, they're kind of middling in there. You're surprised you can taste coffee grounds halfway through the cup. But still, they're there. But eventually, they will so fall. I, be-
1: I believe Edmonton still makes the playoffs. And I believe that Calgary makes the playoffs. Uh, in the Central Division, Winnipeg is for real. Dallas is no, for not. real. No. Colorado no. is for real. When Minnesota might, no, be for real if flaw- might be for real if they can manage the terrible goaltending that Marc-Andre Fury has given them so far this season.
0: Hmm. It's a hall of famer. You better put some respect on that name.
1: I mean, I I'm calling it I see it. Uh, we were both very wrong on the blues. They suck. Hey, they're terrible. Yeah, they are. They are hoping they should basically just sell everybody and just enter the Connor Bernard sweet steaks.
0: I wouldn't go that far. Put
1: everybody of... on LTIR because they're terrible. They stink. The coach needs to go.
0: Well, oh, you see, they're in, they're in a pretty interesting spot. Tony because Krug's
1: like minus 22.
0: Tory Krug.
1: Uh, either way, he stinks. He's like has a plus minus of minus 22 right now.
0: Well, that's what happens when teams aren't playing the greatest. All right. But you see, the thing is, the Blues have the Blues did this to themselves because there is. Jordan Kyrou should not have gotten that big contract. Robert Thomas should not have gotten that big contract. Letting David Perron walk. Terrible idea. Speaking
1: and now, of David Perron and his new team, how are they doing?
0: The doing well. You know the Blue, the the North St. Louis Blues. Yeah, they're doing well. Five players that won a Stanley Cup with St. Louis now wear the winged wheel, including their starting goaltender, who has played very well. Well, they got a platoon thing going on, but still, Perron played in his thousandth game. What Saturday? Sunday, maybe Saturday. Yeah.
1: I mean, if, if we're being honest here, where you guys really went wrong was was letting my boy Chuckles go to Washington because he's on a three game win streak since Darcy went out.
0: Oh, you talking about Chucky Sideburns? Yeah. 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 I mean, he's yeah.
1: he's he's playing. He he's good. He he's having some good goaltending.
0: I never he's understood playing. that deal. Like we went out and got Thomas Christ for pretty much the same amount of money. I don't get yeah. it. Get, letting him go, we had great depth at goal, and that was our strength, and it all went away.
1: I actually think it's a four-game win streak, if I'm not mistaken, because Kemper's Either been way, out for a it while. Does, and I mean, he's, he's – Kemper might not get that starting job back. I'm going to be he, honest. If, are, they're
0: if, paying him enough money. He will. Not with the – I mean, have you watched the way he's played? I want to say in his last four games, he's only given up, like, maybe this five goals. This isn't Edmonton. This isn't Toronto. This isn't – what there's another team out there that's just got horrendous goaltending that's put their guy uh, pretty much lost his job and he's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money. Or but the you Blues see... With Winnington. No, no, no. I'm talking about like way more. Um, but you see, the thing is, he was 5-0 and oh when he was here. And he had like two shutouts. And as soon as we had a goaltender healthy, he got sent back to Spring or what was it? San Antonio, maybe? Springfield? Chicago? Somewhere. He got sent down.
1: So really quickly, Ed, the one thing I want to look at—sorry, excuse me—I had ice. Um, is our heart winners, mm-hmm. McDavid and an Oiler? How's that mm-hmm. looking for both of us? Pretty good. I'd say our Norris Trophy winner. Both have Hedman. I don't know about that.
0: It's yeah, uh, no, <laughs> probably not. Kale McCarr <laughs> is gonna be a I... Norris Trophy winner for the next decade.
1: Are you ready for our Vesna winners?
0: It's going to be bad, isn't it?
1: Uh, UC sorrows for me.
0: That's bad.
1: Yours is worse. Thatcher Demko.
0: Yeah. That's one of them goaltenders I was talking about. It's getting paid a lot of money for doing not a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, our Calders, actually, I think both of these are still alive. Yours is Owen Power, and he's been coming on as of late. Mm-hmm. And mine's, mine's Maddie Benares. Um, yeah. Selkik or Selkie. Yeah, that's the right way to pronounce it. Um Barkoff for me and O'Reilly for you. <sighs> can, we just, Ross, can we just
0: can we just delete this sheet? Like let's no, just let's just absolutely
1: this go. not. Art okay. Ross, I have dry saddle, you have Matthews, Rocket, I have Matthews, you have Ovechkin, and for presidents, I have the Canes. and you have Colorado. And well, let's be honest. <laughs> it's
0: neither Boston. one puts
1: them are Done. Ah, it might be Boston. To be honest, Boston be hasn't lost at home yet this year. I'm just hold on. Hear me out. Devils are only one game behind. Dude,
0: Boston hasn't lost at home this year. I hate Boston. Like I the just point, hate
1: Boston in the area. Like if
0: what was it in no, in this in the month of November, the Celtics and the Bruins lost one game at home in Boston once. Once. And I think they played like 17 or something like that. It was either October or November. They didn't lose like period. They just didn't lose. Um, one last thing to get to the NHL. We are going to see some trades. There will be some people moved. Now, Eric Carlson's kind of probably played enough to stay in San Jose, but San Jose's going to need to retool because they're near the bottom of that division. Uh, you could see John Klenberg get moved, but I, I don't know about that one either. Um, Patrick Kane will not finish the year as a Chicago Blackhawk. The only thing is, who's going to take on that contract and where is he going to go?
1: Now he's not playing bad hockey
0: either, to be completely no, honest. He he, just... he, he's one of the best players of our generation. I that's And it sucks for me to say that, but he is. He's going to go somewhere that's going to have money. Watch Buffalo. He's, he's a Buffalo guy. I think that's where he's from. I know that's where he had some trouble with the law. Buffalo Ooh, they, has some money. It makes
1: Buffalo, sense. Buffalo, like, for how young they are,
0: they they're overachieving. Look, they could use they are a veteran presence. Could I you ima- agree with that. Could but you they, imagine, they don't
1: look bad. They're actually – Buffalo and Montreal are probably two of my favorite young teams to watch right now just because oh, of the, yeah, days, the hockey they themselves. play. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Could you imagine, though, if Tage Thompson, the way he's just been playing out of his mind – Has Patrick Kane as a mentor for the rest of this year, maybe another year after? How good he could be?
1: Yeah, and Tage is really fun to watch. I mean, it's.
0: Well, he has brought forth an interesting conversation. Because he was the piece, the major piece that went back to Buffalo for Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly is the captain of the Blues, and he very well may be traded this year. But without O'Reilly, the Blues no way win the cup. He was the Smythe winner. I believe he won a Selkie. Ryan O'Reilly was as influential as any other player other than maybe Jordan Bennington in winning us that cup. But O'Reilly's probably going to be gone after this year. Along Tage Thompson, half the other team. Tage Thompson signed a, I believe he signed a long-term deal with Buffalo. I believe they, they paid him money like a good amount, like eight years at seven, five or something like that. But if he, if he winds up being the next Pat LaFontaine for Buffalo, or maybe even his own star, and he takes Buffalo to the promised land, maybe not the cup, but the playoffs. And he's up there and scoring every year. And he's been the star that he looks like he's going to be this year. Did the blues really win that trade? Like how much is a cup worth? Is it worth a generational talent? Uh,
1: yes, a championship is always worth that
0: do you you think so
1: um i do truthfully um i mean look look at any i mean it's really just like yeah it, it there's no way to to not do it i mean l a sold out for the super Bowl last year and they won and look at them this year,
0: but you know what Oh, They're, that's that's mitigating circumstances. Uh, Yes,
1: but at the same time, like that franchise wanted it. They went and got it. And so they're probably going to be done for the next five. Maybe not if they get back on track with health and everything like that, but they've completely busted their cap and everything else. Like they got to make major moves. And I just think you have that. But Blues won that championship, what, in 18? 19.
0: 19.
1: So I think that they're good for another like two years before the fan base really starts to get (laughs) before the majority, not the, not the minority that just complain and expect the vocal
0: minority. Yes. I'm very familiar with them. I am a proud card carrying member of the vocal minority,
1: but no, I I think, I think it's okay to do that because at that point in time too, you got like you, you knew Tage Thompson was going to be good, but did you know he was going to be as good as he looked as as good as he looks
0: now. It goes back to something I said earlier in the show. A bird in a hand is worth two in the bush. A known commodity is worth a prospect. And it's something that the Cardinals aren't doing because the Cardinals had a lot of trade offers for a lot of really good players, but they want to hold on to guys like Lars Newt and Tyler O'Neill because they showed some promise when they could go out there and get somebody that could play a corner outfield position, they could you know, hit maybe one soda. Maybe. I don't know. It could happen. No, it won't, but still, but Thompson got seven for
1: 50. Basically. It looks like,
0: you know what this conversation is. It's the Marlins paradox. It's the Wayne high rule. Cause look at what the Marlins did. Worst bought a championship. Worst bought a championship shit team for 10 years. We're gonna call this the Heisinger Paradox.
1: I mean, I'm I'm gonna tell you this much: if the Orioles went out and bought a championship in my lifetime,
0: we would stop being friends because I I would never hear the end of it. I'd just, I just mean, I'd never hear the end of it.
1: I mean, to be honest, you you might be right there, but let's get kind of back on track and get get. I off would the
0: cancel blues. my trip to I would cancel my trip to Camden in April. By the way, I'm coming to Camden in April so I can get cheap tickets to the when next time the Indians play in Baltimore, I'm gonna go because of cheap tickets.
1: Okay, so we'll I'll come. Happen.
0: I'll come sleep on your couch for a night.
1: Works for me. All right, anyway, so we, let's talk about the Blues. So let's talk. So you think Carlson's gone? I think everyone on Anaheim is potentially tradable no, for them.
0: No, they're 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 another one where they're gonna hold on to their young players. They have a few veterans, but it's. Anaheim's uh, been so bad for so long, it's hard to tell what they're going to do. And the well, NHL is so fickle when it comes to the trade deadline. I mean, there are I think things you see coming out, you you never see that just hit you in the face. And there's some really sure, obvious clues that you see that aren't made.
1: I think for sure, Klingberg is. um It is on the trade block there. He signed a one year deal. So if they can get anything for him, I think they'll take it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean it's going to be one of those things. I think injuries are going to predicate where he goes.
1: So looking at the standings, who are your buyers?
0: Once again, here with the cap and everything else, it's hard to say. Hockey is so fickle because you look at the standings. Now, even a team that has, that we're assuming is going to be a seller in the blues. They're only a winning streak away from being right back in the playoff hunt. They could rattle off. They could go on a six-game heater and be right back in the mix, you know? If I they mean, could, I just... We have seen this before in January of 2019. The Blues were in last place and then won 11 in a row, and the rest is history. Hockey is so fickle when it comes to that stuff. All right, so hard this, is hard to say.
1: this is what I'm going to say. Just looking at salary caps, Buffalo can make a run if they want. And they have a decent amount of cap space. They have 16 million cap.
0: They also Um, have a lot of capital.
1: They do. Correct. Uh, Just some of the other, I mean, Jesus, the wild, if they wanted to, they have about two million open space. And we know that these teams mess around with LTIR and and cap space. And as far as that goes, the Eisenman um, rule. Yes. A a la Vegas.
0: Uh, uh, Um, Tampa Bay made a huge deal with it putting Kutcher yeah. off on the LTIR despite being healthy all last year or two years ago in the bubble.
1: The Rangers have about 1.5 in cap space. If they can move some stuff around, there's some, there's somebody that might be looking for something. The Islanders are another team.
0: But um, you, the, the thing about this is though, like we can speculate all we want, especially when it comes to salary cap, but the things you got to look for, because hockey is prevalent in this, you get a guy that's still getting paid. It's dead cap space on the books that gets traded to a place like Phoenix for prospects and stuff just to get that money off the books. Chris Pronger technically played three years for the Phoenix Coyotes. All three of those years he was retired, but that money came on their books. Hockey is so fickle when it comes to that. There's no point in even talking about it at this point. So we're not going to. Let's move along. Shall we? Yeah. Agreed? Good. Yeah, let's, let's go. Let's talk about the NFL, because we always talk about the NFL. Oh, you just
1: want to move on completely.
0: Yeah, we're gonna move on completely because you don't we don't
1: want to talk about. You don't want to
0: touch on Ovi, or you want to wait? He's five behind Hal. He's got a chance to do it before the end of the year. He's definitely he gonna. He, he's he's gonna get there. I'd say three weeks, if that. Hell, he could get there tonight. I believe they play tonight. He could get there tonight if he got hot. He's gonna pass How, and it's gonna be a thing. I'd say in a year and a half we're gonna start really watching him get go for Gretzky. It'll probably be two years. We'll see, but yeah, he's gonna get there. There's no, uh, provided he stays healthy, and provided the the NHL doesn't do something crazy stupid with the Russian players because of the sanctions, and that's a whole other can of worms. There's no point in talking about Ovi. We know what's gonna happen. Okay, let's it's gonna move happen.
1: on to the NFL then
0: um as you guys know we haven't done we have pick shows done and we did them in chronological order and we did them when we were supposed to they just haven't been posted i have three weeks of shows whether they get posted yeah we'll see but to give you an update on our picks as through monday night football last night where i believe new england beat the kyler murray less now that looks bad that is a bad one uh arizona cardinals Right now, I am one nineteen and eighty seven Dan, you are one fifteen and ninety one I hold a what four game lead, yeah, my four math's right lead, yep. four game lead with the two ties. We almost had like three more this week um, and as for games of the week, I have a three game lead twenty to eight or twenty and eight to seventeen and eleven. I wanna run something by you, Dan, because we've done this for two years now, so a grand total of what eighteen. There were 17, 25, four for the playoffs. Let's say 30 weeks we picked football games. Do you know how many weeks you have been ahead of me in an overall record? Like three? Two. Weeks one and two this year. And if we figure and if we kept a running total from last year, you've never outpicked me. I'm better than you. And I know it. So you think. I'm, stats don't lie, brother.
1: What we're going to do next year is we're going to do what really matters when it comes to picking in the NFL. We're going to do a, a, a straight one, and we're going to do a, a against the spread, and we're going to see who does
0: better. God, no. No, fuck that Vegas shit. Anyway, let's you talk see? about – you, you guys see that's how his garbage. thing changes? That is garbage, okay, because Vegas is garbage. Let's talk about something else that has been garbage, and that's Russell Wilson. Broncos nation. Broncos that's, country. Ah. Let's ride. He is three and nine on the year, 11 touchdowns, six interceptions, 2,805 yards. He is currently 15th in passing yards, 25th in TDs, 31st in completion percentage, and he has been sacked the most amount of times at 43. He is one of, uh, he may be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. If not, he is definitely near the top. How bad is Denver hating what they did? Do you think they um, missed Drew Locke? Because I feel like they could have gotten Drew this play from Drew Locke for $225 million cheaper. This is bad. Um, I
1: don't know how to I don't I don't want to say it, but I saw a really funny meme. Let's hear it. It said this is still this is still the worst trade made. And we just got back Brittany Griner.
0: Oh, see, we almost made it a whole show without mentioning her.
1: Um, um That's that's I mean, that's going to be my only mention there is as far as everything else goes with that situation. I'm not going to bring it up, but I does, did just. <laughs>
0: OK, let me ask you this. Does Russ live out this contract in Denver?
1: Yeah, I think John Lynch is going to die on the sword. I mean, so what sticks out to me is that he's the most sacked. So if he stays upright, is that situation any better? That's what sticks out to me um, because I'm guessing we're going to see them attempt to make some differences here on the offensive line and see if it makes a difference. I mean, they
0: have to. 200-something million dollars is tied up in one position. He's getting killed.
1: So... Uh, also, he looked really. He looked like he got a pretty bad concussion this weekend. Well, concussion was kind of the name of the game.
0: I'd say a quarterback got hurt this weekend. No. Right. Yeah. I um, mean, it's it's bad. The injuries have been bad. It had this weekend was actually really bad. Monday Night Football was terrible too. Well, we'll get to some of those injuries here in a minute, but we're still on the quarterback thing. Now, we had Russ sign that ridiculous contract. We had another ridiculous contract get signed in more than just financial aspects and, you know, morality. And It's a different story for a different time. Brown's going to Brown, bro. Yeah, believe me. Uh, should we cut Deshaun Watson some, some slack after being gone for two and a half years? Yes. Or a year and a half. In two yes. games, he is one and one, which for a Browns quarterback is well above average. Uh, one touchdown, two interceptions, 407 yards. Uh I mean six point four yards an attempt, fifty-nine point four completion percentage, just ahead of Baker Mayfield. And after what Baker did on Sunday night Thursday night. Whatever. A night, prime time game. After not knowing the playbook. Go ahead, say it. Brown's fucked up.
1: I think that's kind of tough to say.
0: No, it's not. It's really easy to say because, you see, it starts in your throat. Well, it really it starts in your heart and is corroborated by your brain. And then the sound starts in, starts in your lungs when you breathe in. And when you breathe out, it vibrates your vocal cords and your mouth enunciates it to speak the truth.
1: Look, I was excited to see it. Look, I was excited about Baker because, you know, I like the kid. But let's see what he does. Let's not judge it by one game. And I do think Watson should be cut some slack. He wasn't able to practice the whole time he was suspended. And I think this is going to be a nice little stretch to get him acclimated with the playbook. And truthfully, we're going to see if Stefanski
0: gets wired like he deserves.
1: Stretch. Yeah, essentially. Um, I mean, I don't know if he deserves it. I think Stefanski is going to get one more season because of the contract they just gave Watson. But we'll see.
0: Somebody, um, whoever's calling the offensive plays, for, for Cleveland Needs to be shot in the face Whoever's calling the plays For Cleveland offensively and defensively Needs shot in the face Oh this just in and a sad note Mike Leach just died Mississippi State Coach he he had a heart condition He's been in the hospital for a little while He just passed
1: Yeah that's rough
0: Well that puts tees a damper on pees, things doesn't it p's, Yeah. P's. Um. well, Wow let's uh Let's move on. Uh, Let's talk, since we just ragged on my team for a little while, let's talk about ragging on your team. Specifically, who's going to play quarterback?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Lamar is out at least for another
0: week, maybe two.
1: And we get Um, a Saturday game this week, which I'm not happy about because that's given Huntley less time to recover to get out of protocol.
0: That's true. And he right now is doubtful. I believe, with his concussion. So you have Anthony Brown. Who is Anthony Brown?
1: Um, I had to Google him. He quarterbacked for Oregon in college. That's mm. really all I can tell you. Interesting. Um, I I don't know. So I we have to sign somebody.
0: I went to the ESPN website to look at the Ravens depth chart. You know who's listed on the depth chart right now for Baltimore? Anthony Brown. That's it. That? They have no backup quarterback. So if you're if you're Baltimore right now, say Joe Flacco is out there. He's available. Is he available? Is he still with he's the Jets? Not. Yeah,
1: he's with the Jets.
0: Maybe they can pull a Baker thing. Hey, release him. We'll 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 hook you up in the back end. Would you sign Joe Flacco? Would you yes. sign Joe Flacco?
1: Yes. And I probably start him.
0: How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Would you pull Uh, him off a Thursday night football as ancient as he is? Would you pull him off Thursday night football?
1: (laughs) I would try to. All right. So it it looks like.
0: Like what quarterbacks are available?
1: It looks like Brett Huntley. Huntley. is, um, Is is our next up. From the practice squad. Fred Hundley that backed up Aaron Rodgers
0: Hundley and Huntley that's got to get confusing
1: uh but that's what it looks like and I I don't know what to do here man like
0: you don't I'll, know what to do have John Harbaugh run the football 55 times well yeah
1: I was I was, I was actually literally getting ready to say that like, that shit I was actually getting ready to say we, we play Cleveland and their run defense is pretty awful. It's been pretty awful all season. So this is a J.K. Dobbins game.
0: Yeah. Uh, put Mark Andrews at quarterback and just have hand the football off or run to the line and jump pass. Um, it's going to be, be an
1: interesting game. I'll tell you this much. If Anthony Brown is starting for the Ravens and Cleveland loses, I might agree with you that it's time for
0: something just go. came across. My screen. The Baltimore Ravens are in talks with not only Tim Tebow, but Colin Kaepernick.
1: You know how many times I've heard that the is Ravens a complete say,
0: fabrication. By the way, I was
1: going to say, you know how many times that I've seen the Ravens are going to sign Kaepernick.
0: I mean, <laughs> strike while the iron's hot and baby, it's it's glowing red. Uh, speaking of things that are red, the Red Cross, known for fixing injuries, and let's just. Read off some of the injuries that are in the NFL right now. Kyler Murray, Debo Samuel, Marcus Mariota, Lamar Jackson, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, Robert Quinn, Jimmy G. And that's all because of turf. Where all those injuries are linked to the playing surface. That's not counting the concussions of several other quarterbacks that happened. This week, Ooh, including, uh,
1: Kenny Pickett, Tyler Huntley.
0: Yeah. Uh, just to name a few. I'll um, tell you what. Do you remember, I don't know, two or three years ago? It was Mason Rudolph. Where he I don't remember the game. All I remember is seeing the picture where he just got blasted. And it's him where you can see his eyes are just off into space. I believe it was a Ravens game. And he had his they unscrewed his face mask and he's just wearing the helmet. Yeah, he, look, he looks like Taylor Lautner in that bad Adam Sandler movie. Where it, like he's just having a flashback to Vietnam. And he is just not there. Can he pick it? Gave me a lot of those vibes. So it's only a matter of time before he uses a racial slur in one of the final weeks of the season against Cleveland and gets hit with a helmet. It'll happen. I hope not. Uh, you think Jadavian Clowney is going to be the one to swing the helmet instead of Miles Garrett? Maybe. You think Miles Garrett's learned his lesson? Maybe, which, by the way, since I brought it up, it's still like it's been two years, still pisses me off. Miles Garrett sat in traffic and got punched in the face by somebody didn't get out of his car, literally turned the other cheek. And you mean to tell me that he just randomly lost it, ripped the helmet off of somebody and then tried to swing it at him over nothing that nothing was said? Cover up. It's all it is. It's a big ass right. cover.
1: AFC East or NFC East for you, and you know what I'm talking about.
0: I see a lot of similarities between these two divisions. Like a lot. There's a lot of the same teams playing in the same division. Okay. Now let's 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 look at the the standings here. Okay. And at the top of the East, you have the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets, right? 10 and three, eight and five, seven and six and seven and six. Okay. so then in the in the NFC, you got the Eagles, the Cowboys, the commanders and the Giants, the commanders and the Giants and the Jets and the Patriots are the same teams. They are dead in the middle on any given day. They can beat anybody, but they're nobody that's going to it's going to wow me. You know, the commanders and the Patriots might as well share the same uniform. They are pretty close to the same team. Then you have the Dolphins and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are overrated. The Dolphins are underrated. If Tua is healthy, the Dolphins are a 10-win team right now. And you have the Bills and the Eagles. On the opposite ends of the quarterback spectrum there, I mean, Hertz is playing out of his mind. And Josh Allen may be the second best quarterback in the league. Both teams have a really good defense, capitalized on a really good schedule, and play in very difficult places to play. That being said, I'm probably leaning toward the AFC. Good, because I'm leaning towards the NFC, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. The Uh Jets. You screwed up my line. You screwed up my line.
1: I wasn't saying it to do that, I was just saying it to say it. Um, The Jets are terrible. Yeah. Doesn't matter who's a quarterback. They're the worst team out of these eight teams, by far, in my opinion.
0: You got Um, the Giants sitting there, and you want to say the Jets are the worst?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They are the Um, same team. No, no. Yes, they
0: are. Yes, they are. (laughs) Just
1: because they play in the same stadium doesn't mean they play the same team. They're the same team.
0: There's a lot of Um, similarities.
1: And the other reason why I'm going to say that is, well, the NFC East at this moment
0: has all four teams in the playoffs. So, That's my argument. Okay. You're going to say the NFC East is a better one when you have the commanders who are negative three-point differential and the Giants who are negative 20, 33? Now, granted, you have the Cowboys who are somehow plus 131 and the Eagles who are 138 in the positive, but you have two teams in the negative. Both of them with a tie. And that's the only reason they're in the playoffs is piss poor clock management at the end of the game. And you're going to tell me they're better than the AFC.
1: Yeah, they, they are better than the AFC because the jets somehow have a plus 21 point differential. The jets are so bad, bad. They're going to, the jets are so bad. They're going to finish with a losing record.
0: You want to put money on that? Put the name of your firstborn child on it.
1: Absolutely not. That, ah. nice that. Um, I think the I think if Kyler Murray plays last night, the Patriots are six and seven sitting with a losing record.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um let's, before we get out of here, because you And also Philly
1: is the is the best has the best record in the NFL. So that stands for something in this argument as well. And let's also mention that the Cowboys have the same record as the first place team in that division.
0: And are overrated and are overrated.
1: All right. And you trust
0: Do you trust Dak to win you a Super Bowl.
1: If they're playing against Houston, absolutely not.
0: If they're playing against Houston, you and I can quarterback a team to the Super Bowl. Uh, Really quickly here. Let's just kind of. Well, let's get let's let's end the football stuff. Let's talk about some stuff around that we didn't get to out of the three sports that we actually follow. National championship of football will be decided with a 14 playoff. Georgia is the number one overall team. They are going to take on Ohio State on New Year's Day, where Michigan is going to face the Horn Frogs of TCU. Do you have a besting interest in any of these?
1: I believe the national championship is going to be Georgia versus Michigan.
0: Oh, what a shock! You picked the number one and two ranked teams in football.
1: I just think TCU doesn't – I think TCU has a weaker schedule and the voices out – I feel like the voices of the majority around this did not want Alabama in there. And I personally think that it actually would have been – if it wouldn't have been for the voices of of the large minority, it would have been Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama in that order and TCU would have missed out after losing the championship game.
0: With all the losses that came in the rivalry week, the rivalry weeks and on. It definitely threw a monkey wrench into things. And honestly, I don't care about college football. The Illini weren't terrible this year. I'm cool with that. But um, as long as it's not Michigan versus Ohio State, because Dan, you know where I live. In the hellhole that is the eastern part of Ohio. There are buckeye fans a plenty here. There are even some Michigan fans. And they tend to cross out the letter M on everything during that week of the year. I hate it. I hate the Buckeye. I hate oak trees. I hate big red O's. I hate it all. So I guess I hate... you also H hate... I guess you also hate OH. H. Fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh H? Oh no. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't want to see, I don't, Ohio state can win, can win it. I don't care. I just don't want to see Ohio state Michigan because I don't want to have to live through that for a second time this year because it is the worst week around. It's worse than when the Steelers make the playoffs. No, it's not. No, that's insufferable. Steelers in the playoffs is insufferable unless the Browns beat them in the playoffs. Then it's the greatest day of my life. Anyway. Let's talk about some other stuff. Is the Heisman Trophy only a quarterback award? It's starting to feel that way. Well, let me break it down for you. Since 1990, let's say 1999. Well, let's say 2000, okay? Since 2000, 19 quarterbacks have won the Heisman Trophy. Three running backs have. I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me any who any of those three are. Or who all three of those are.
1: Uh, and one Tyler wide Todd Gurley?
0: no reggie bush that's one technically no so only two running backs have won it because bush is you know got vacated
1: um derrick henry
0: that's two in 2015 or i'm sorry in t- 2009 wait and... hold on no in 2015 yeah and then devonta smith was the running back in 2020 the other running backs that have devonta won it, Smith is isn't he a wide receiver wide receiver i'm sorry um, yes, he was the only wide receiver to win it in the last 20 or so years. Uh Ron Dane won it in nineteen ninety-nine. Never would have got that. Ricky Williams won it in nineteen ninety eight, and Charles Woodson so won it in nineteen ninety seven. But I would have got Eric, Ricky Williams. Eric Crouch won it in two thousand one, listed as a quarterback and wide receiver. So nineteen out of the last twenty three have been won by a quarterback. So there's that. Yeah, it's a it's a quarterback only thing. If you want to win the Heisman, you got to be a quarterback. Uh, Let's let's hit up the World Cup. It's the biggest thing in sports going on. Happens every four years. Americans tune in for a couple of weeks until we're eliminated. Speaking of eliminated, do you know who Harry Kane is?
1: I do. Actually, I I actually have a newfound respect for soccer because I followed the World Cup closely this year and watched a majority of the games.
0: I feel bad for that guy because, you know, his life in England is shit.
1: So it's actually funny because I didn't care who won as long as it wasn't England. Um, I believe that as good of a story as Morocco is, I believe France is going to trout them tomorrow. Probably like four, one, five, one. I believe that's going to be Morocco a hasn't
0: given up a goal yet.
1: Clean I, all the way through. I don't care. I, this France team's way too good. Um I have, I, I'm going to do an ancestry DNA test and hope I'm French. This way I can just love Mbappe because I love the way that guy oh, plays. Oh my God. Um, What do you mean? Morocco has given up a goal. They they gave up two goals actually. Not no, since they, the knockout round. Up, oh, since, okay. Well, yeah, they've only played two games. They went, Oh, Oh, against Spain. That's half, and what...
0: that's half. That's half the tournament. No, it's not. Well, well okay. For the knockout round gets you the world cup. They are halfway there without giving up a goal to Portugal and Spain.
1: No, it's very impressive. I I won't take that away. But I I think this France team is way too good. Um, We'll see. see. I do. I will say I do want to see Argentina lose today um, to Croatia. I love this Croatia team. This is a fun team to watch as well.
0: Yeah, Croatia and Morocco. That's going to move the needle for the World Cup, won't it?
1: Uh no, but Argentina, France will, and that's why I'm really hoping. Yeah, that's Croatia. Croatia wins.
0: You know what this reminds me of? It, it it the Dodgers and Yankees on one side, but you also have a like Miami and Houston on the other, where Major League Baseball is really hoping for the Dodgers and Yankees, and really hoping it's oh I'm sorry, Milwaukee and what's a small market? American the Milwaukee and Cleveland. They're really hoping it's not Milwaukee and Cleveland. They're really going for the Yankees and, and Dodgers. And I feel like that's that's what FIFA's looking at right now. Um But still, you gotta feel bad for it. If you're okay. So you gotta be one of these three people. All right. You're either Jackie Slater dropping a game a Super Bowl winning touchdown in Super Bowl thirteen in the end zone, Scott Norwood. Wide right or Harry Kane?
1: I'll be Harry Kane. He's the richest out of the three.
0: But he's also in England. And I
1: don't care. I can take a private jet <laughs> wherever i I'll be Harry Kane all day. Actually, I've been called the fat Harry Kane.
0: By who? The we guy have... staring back at you in the mirror? No, I
1: swear to God, I've sent you this picture before.
0: No, I don't care. It's not, I don't care. I just, I do not care. Do you want to talk about wrestling or do you want to bring the Caps Socks and Chair Shots podcast back for a one, well, it's going to be more than a one-time only thing, for something later in the week? Um, we'll
1: just touch on a few things here. What's All the right. best thing? What's the best thing going in wrestling for you?
0: No idea. I'm watching old Monday Night Raw's um, right. in July 18, 2005. Matt Hardy just attacked Edge for the second week in a row. Kane and Edge are in a steel cage match. Uh, John Cena is taking on Snitsky in a lumberjack match. Hulk Hogan and HBK are gearing up toward their SummerSlam match. Triple H is out for an undisclosed injury. We don't know what happened, but he's going to come back with DX. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, Chris Jericho is taking on John Cena at SummerSlam. That's what I'm looking. That's what I'm watching. Working my way through.
1: For me, it's still the bloodline. But I am excited to see what happens with Regal. He asked yeah. for his release from AEW.
0: And he got it, too. And apparently we're And I
1: respect out. Tony Khan for that as well. Like,
0: Well, you want to talk about that? I mean, on, on the inverse of that, I guess he asked for his release from the WWE or his contract expired or something. And Vince McMahon let him go and still paid him out for the end of his contract. Which is something you do not see when McMahon future endeavors somebody. That came out on a podcast he did, I believe, earlier. It may have been yesterday it came out. Um, just, that's probably the
1: most Like, man, like, I, there's so much respect for that man in this business. And to me, it's well-deserved. Well-deserved,
0: yeah. The dude's, I mean, from being, what, the man's man, Steven Regal? Yeah. So what he is now? I mean, that's just, it's it's amazing. Um, But the best thing in wrestling is MJF. And I do not like AEW. I've made no secret about that. I don't watch them too much. You know, um, a lot of things have turned me off on AEW, but MJF is the world champion. That's a
1: bidding war of 2024. Shit. That is probably my favorite line.
0: That is some good shit, pal. But anyway, that's going to end this show for the players to be named later podcast. We may come back with the caps locks and chair shots show later in the week. We may not. We may come back with some football stuff. We may not. Everything's still in the air. We will be back next week with more sports stuff from in and around the sporting community. Who knows? Who cares? Anyway, Dan, as always great show. And I will see you next week. Talk to you then, bud. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, we'd like to thank you for listening. And just remember if your team's not doing so hot, it can always be the players named later who can make it better. So ya.